Eating out versus eating in. Hey, wait a minute. Are we talking about food? Yeah. Okay. That took a left turn from where I was going. Okay, sure. (laughs) What are you for? Do you like to eat out or? Let me tell you my diet as a single man with a kitchenette. Here's what I do. I don't mind going out to eat. It's just too convenient. I'm not someone that pays for delivery via DoorDash, etc. I would tip a pizza guy and, of course, pay the price for the pizza. But DoorDash, the surcharge, and then the quality of the food once you actually get it, especially fries, yeah, it's not worth it. It is totally not worth it. And then the speculation like, okay, did, did they, they mess with exactly. it? Exactly. You know, does this drink look full to you? <laughs> it doesn't look full to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll run to town and get a bite to eat. At home, I usually have an arsenal of freezer meals, like Zatarans type stuff. I'll try to buy some bananas. I'll try to buy some rice, mainly so you can mix something with it. Either a can of tuna, a rotisserie chicken, but that also requires me having been at the the store. Are we going for store? I'd like to solve the puzzle. (laughs) Correct, at the store. At the store. That wasn't so hard. No, No, not now that you've helped me. Yeah, well, that's what I'm here for, man. Todd Cooper's speech therapist. You know, it's like two steps away from manning a puppet here. So anyway, (laughs) I eat out way too much. You know, quote, way too much. There's no, you can't eat out too much. (laughs) I skip a lot of meals because I don't have food. I'd be super fat if I didn't skip meals. I make it a weekly regimen of always going to the grocery store, Sam's Club specifically. You know, keep meat in the refrigerator, keep the bread fresh, buy milk here or there and stuff. I have to admit, I'm not big on eating out. Years ago, I, I took an initiative to try and like live healthier, mm-hmm. and I lost a lot of weight avoiding uh, restaurants and casual dining. Also, side note, I stopped drinking. That, too, had its benefits, although I do understand a person's you know want for advice. So if that's your thing, if that's your advice, go right ahead. But point still remains don't eat out it's a lot worse for than what you think the most weight i ever lost i went on a sandwich diet yeah i could put as much meat as i wanted to on it i could eat a peanut butter and jelly too if i wanted to but basically as much meat as much cheese as i thought that i was going to enjoy you can make a big sandwich but you couldn't go for a second and you couldn't go for a big bag of chips and stuff i had those like 100 calorie bag of chips and i would allow myself that Would you put it on the sandwich, though? No. So I would eat, and I had pickles I could put on the sandwich, which helps keep it from being too dry. The thin-sliced long ones. Yeah. I forget what they're called. Yeah, yeah, like the stackers or something, the sandwich stuffers. Probably. Something like that. Can you tell I work in a grocery store? I got their lingo. Stackers (laughs) rings a bell, but I would just eat a sandwich, a 100-calorie bag of chips, and if I wanted it, one 12-ounce can of a soft drink. Yeah, and it was not packing weight on. I was losing weight like crazy. Well, it sounds like you just created like a calorie deficit, which is good. That's the point of losing weight. The thing is, after my meal, I wasn't then eating cookies, eating a brownie, eating more more chips, eating a Reese's cup, nothing. I tell you, the soft drink is probably the best thing you did because people don't realize they probably drink casually over a thousand calories in just soft drinks alone. I was still drinking soft drinks, but just one 12 ounce can if I wanted it per meal. And I wasn't going to have one with breakfast. So maybe two a day. Yeah. Or not. 
I cut out soft drinks in high school. After that, I lost 25 pounds by literally doing nothing else. Just cut out soft drinks. And my God, 25 pounds, that's kind of drastic for some people. That was a big deal for me at the time. Well, if you take sugary drinks, so in other words, there goes your sweet tea, there goes... Oh, yeah. Really, you're Gatorade and all, unless you need it. Like you're doing some type of work outside. You're, and it's, you're, you're working or you're doing a sport. If you're instantly burning off the sugar, then it's not going to your belly. Yeah. But if you're not instantly burning it, there's a good chance it is going to your belly. And if you cut sugary drinks out, you'll crave those for, because I've done that before. Yeah. You'll crave them for about two weeks, you know, 10 days to two weeks. And after that, you're kind of used to not having it. To be honest with you, if I was to drink a Coca-Cola or a Pepsi today, it would probably give me indigestion or something. Something would go wrong in my stomach that would be like, okay, I don't want any more of this. Like, it'd be too much. I I don't think I could honestly finish a full 12-ounce can of Coke. (laughs) I think you could find a way. uh, Not pleasurably. It's really bad for your teeth, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But if you take Coke and hold it in your mouth and see how long you can last, it's not real long. You know, that could be a potential for a future game. I know. I just hate to do it to my teeth. Once it's in your stomach, you can cope. But when it's not, it, that acid is pretty stout. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they said it could take rust off of uh, metal. Can it not? Well, I don't know. But it can take the enamel off your teeth, yeah, particularly if you're holding enough. it in your mouth for as long as you possibly can. Just recently, someone told me, it's like, hey, you want to get off corrosion uh, off the terminals on your battery? Use Coke. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess that would work. That's true. But for the mouth holding challenge, we could call it the enamel loss challenge. <laughs> Yes. yes. Who's willing to sacrifice the most enamel from their teeth for the glory of the win? We do have a requirement. You must actually have real teeth. No false teeth. You can't smile and look like a jack-o'-lantern, okay? That kind of defeats the point, doesn't it? If you had false teeth, it almost just cleans them. (laughs) A little tip here from Robin Todd here. You got false teeth? Use Coke. If you don't have any, uh, what's the shit that fizzes? That proper cleaning agent. It reminds me of Alka-Seltzer. Cleaning your teeth bedside. I haven't seen a set of dentures like that in a long time. And it was from an old person. I say old, but I mean, whatever. They, I'm old, but they were over. <laughs> yeah, they um, were 41. They were 80. And <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that by somebody's bedside. It's just kind of slimy and gross. I've had a, a dental hygienist tell me, actually two of them in my lifetime, tell me the number one reason for tooth decay isn't so much candy or sweets that people eat, but it's the soft drinks that they regularly consume because you're constantly coating your teeth with sugar. And anytime you know your natural saliva takes that sugar away, from your teeth you're coating it again by popping another one to be clear i would rock some dentures i'm not against them i just think they're kind of slimy and gross sitting there by the bedside i would probably keep mine in the bathroom somewhere but like god even that there's no place you can put them that's not nasty i was about to say like what what i never understood why you would keep them bedside like where's the event like in case of a fire you don't forget your teeth maybe where's the least nasty place you could put them I would imagine in the bathroom. Because on top of the counter, not in a drawer or something in the dark. Just on top of the counter. It is what it is. I'll be honest with you, man. I keep things in my bathroom, that, like my toothbrush and my tooth cleaning equipment. I actually have equipment. But uh, I keep that locked in a little plastic container because I don't like the idea of where I poop is also where I clean my teeth. Because it makes oh, me you angry. poop in your bathroom? I poop in my bathroom. Makes More sense. More often than not. Okay. Yeah. And you also brush your teeth in your bathroom? Or, as you would say, clean them via your kit? Yes. I actually have fluoride mouthwash. I have a regimen of mouthwash, pre-brush mouthwash and after-brush mouthwash. Dental scrapers. 
and two uh, electric toothbrushes. Awesome. Yeah, with interchangeable heads. Thank you from the Philips Corporation for their Sonicare technology. Uh, I take a lot of pride in my teeth because I don't want to lose them. And I've also had a dental hygienist tell me there's no reason, even though it's a stereotype about getting older, there's no reason to lose your teeth when you're old. It's just people haven't taken care of A lot of that's genetics, though. Even if you take the best care, you might have a whole lot of trouble. Uh, Hopefully not. And people that take the best care and have a whole lot of trouble know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Hopefully they're the exception, not the rule. Because I've followed the line, man. I've gone, and no lie, I've gone 16 years without seeing a dentist. Except last year was the first time in 16 years I went. And, uh... No cavities. You got good genetics then. I hope so. Well, I do what they actually tell me. I even floss. You got to floss. There's no way around that, people. You would not believe the gunk you pull out of your teeth at night every day. The more I flossed, seems like the more cavities I got. Really? Seems like at that time, I definitely, yeah. But I've got feelings in every single tooth. So does my brother. I mean, he's got... Are they in the molars? All of them. Oh, really? If they're not crowned or pulled and got a stud. I was about to say, molars collect shit in the pit of your tooth. The only cavity I ever got, they were like, well, the way the tooth was, right in the dead center of it. It's I'm like, going to go ahead and say anybody that I've dated, which there's a long list, but <laughs> I've taken better care of my teeth than anyone. And generally, I've had a whole lot more trouble with mine. It's just a genetics thing. Yeah. Now, what isn't genetics? Well, in most instances, I don't know. You can always make it worse by really not taking care of them, sure. But I was about to say, I couldn't kiss a girl with yellow teeth. Like that bright yellow teeth automatically makes me think bad breath. I'm sorry if it's a genetic thing, they can't help it, but that's just what my brain jumps to when I see it. And it's like I couldn't bring myself to it. If you want a kiss from me, (laughs) you better have a, a decent looking mouth. That's all I'm saying, man. And likewise, <laughs> you know, I, th- I think a girl would appreciate it if I took care of my mouth decently. Hey, going back to your point, though, <laughs> one reason why I don't think people should eat out is like, how much money does it cost now versus what you get to eat out post-COVID here? Because I feel like every all the prices have shrunk, but the prices have gotten more expensive and they just blame inflation. It's definitely a noticeable increase in price. Then you're also driving. And that driving's a big expense. Wear and tear plus fuel plus yeah. other maintenance. Well, I feel like we don't get the quantity anymore that we used to. Like a lot of places that would do all-you-can-eat wings don't do it anymore. It's like, okay, the chicken prices have kind of come back down a little I'm bit. I'm always amazed at how much wings cost. Oh, God, tell me about it. Well, even before COVID, man, they were going up in price. And what seemed like to me for no reason. I like them. I really like wings, but not at the cost. They, You know, it's just a little bit much. Quakers, Quakers Steak and Lube in Greenville used to be my wing stop. I'd go there every week for all-you-can-eat wings. They had like 16 different sauces to choose from. I'd go up and down the list just sampling everything. I loved it. I made a full uh, meal out of it. I don't know how many wings I ate every night. Another reason not to eat out regularly. You always tend to overeat when you come across a special like that. Hamwater clocked me at 40 wings in a half hour. <laughs> I don't know how true that is, but I continue I to eat I can probably believe it because you can down some food really quick when you really get going. Uh, on those times that I've seen you get going, the speed is amazing. I don't even pick up on it, man. I'll be honest with you. I could eat a meal when escaping a house fire. That's how fast I eat. I'm middle of the road. Basically... I know this from eating with other people. I'm quicker than a lot of people, but just slower than some. (laughs) I worked in healthcare, and sometimes you didn't have a whole lot of time to eat simply because something else was going to be coming in and needing your attention. Yeah. And even though you were clocked out or were supposed to be, well, what do you know? You better clock back in. Or It's funny. 
they always had rules to ensure that you got a 30-minute lunch break, but then the rules never really worked, and you still either just worked through your lunch and let them take 30 minutes out because they had to, or else they were against labor laws. Well, I got a friend who but, works at Prisma as a patient sitter. You know, he's supposed to get 15-minute breaks aside from his 30-minute lunch. That 15-minute break doesn't happen until the nurses decide to take over for him for 15 minutes. It might happen, in other words, if they get a chance, it happens. Well, let me put it this way. The majority of nurses don't even realize that or don't acknowledge that as a part of their job. I don't know which, but he doesn't get his 15-minute breaks. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's kind of bullshit. That's what they told you in the interview process that you'd get that you're entitled to. And this is supposedly the system that they have in place to work, yet that's not quite working. Imagine that in healthcare too. You can fight it, but generally what I would do is clock out, continue to work, and then just clock back in. Really? Yeah, God. I, I did that all the time. I, I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to do that. I used to do that when I was younger, and then I'm like, no, if I'm working, I'm getting paid because this is bullshit. Or either I'm getting paid to eat. You know, if I had to take like a quick five-minute break just to down a burger or something. At my last job, I would leave. I would clock out and leave for 30 minutes, which doesn't give you far that you can go. But just to get a break, just to come up for air, I would do that. And I didn't feel like I owed it to them as much as far as handling the patient load. Because to be frank, they didn't take care of me like my previous jobs. My pay was shit. My benefits were shit. So I didn't feel... Like, oh, y'all have a really big need for me? That's cool. Um, well, why don't you pay me for it? So I, I didn't mind leaving for lunch on them. If it gets backed up or whatever, so be it. But other jobs, I would stay. I would try to help keep things flowing. But I was a little better respected, too, you know, when, in terms of pay and benefits. I forget which type of doctor it was. I want to say somebody that does uh, the procedure to remove cataracts. Yeah. Anyway, I took my mom there, and apparently they were a little backed up. Something must have went wrong. Maybe they overscheduled or something for the day. And it was about like you know, around 12, 30, 1 o'clock, like during lunchtime. It's like, oh, we were a little backed up today, and lunch got moved ahead. The doctor's going to be heading to lunch. And he, you know, we see him walk through the uh, waiting room out the door going to lunch. And it's like, okay, how long is his lunch break? It's like, it's going to be 45 minutes. Like, we had to wait over an hour to get to our scheduled appointment because something happened that morning. It's almost like a delayed flight, and it, the domino effect f- affects all the other flights ahead of it. Come that on. happens a lot. And it's just <laughs> like how much you how how much insurance is paying this guy just for this one visit, which was really in a uh, like a post op checkup or whatever, which is just five minutes of explaining what he did, and unless she has any problems, she's good to go. It's like come on, we gotta wait an hour for that. Uh, it burns me up because I feel like. <laughs> I feel like a Chick-fil-A cashier making a small percentage of whatever the doctor is making is more dedicated to serving a customer than what that doctor in that instance was. Because he, not only did he, I understand he's got to eat lunch, but did he have to take his full 45 minutes knowing that he was running late, knowing that people were waiting on him? It really makes that bedside uh, manners seem very shallow after that. Like, sorry for the wait. Really? Are you sorry? What'd you have for lunch, buddy? You got a little ketchup on your chin. I worked for a doctor that would run over by hours by the end of the day. He may schedule to 7.30 p.m., but we may work till 10.30, 11, even midnight. But what would happen with him so many times, he's running behind, and then it gets late. Um, He's got three more patients to go. He's got two more to go. You know, he's about done. And all of a sudden, he thinks it's time for him to eat or something puts the brakes on it and takes a 45 minute hour break 
What? So that last two people, like you were so close to finishing, yeah. but those last two people really have to wait. I'm curious. What was his logic behind that? It seems like I he never just uh, Did anyone ask him? Or I never found out. It uh, usually was like a personal life thing. His wife was blowing him up on the phone, and he ignored it, ignored it, ignored it. And finally, he's like, okay, fuck this. I'm going to take a break and kind of put out some fires in my personal life while these people wait and while I eat. As a doctor, I really liked him, and some people didn't because he's so matter-of-fact uh-huh. as far as his bedside manner and things. But as far as it came to getting down to that last couple patients and then needing to eat, whew, that happened a good bit. Yeah, I couldn't. I'd have to say something. Okay, why are we doing this here? Why don't we take the extra, you know, however long it takes to knock out these last two patients here, and then you can take as long as you want to eat, argue with your wife, whatever. Then he realized his decision affects you guys, whether you guys have plans or not. Just throwing that out there. I guess it's kind of rhetorical. <laughs> but it's just, I couldn't imagine doing that or either continue to let you guys work. I'd take the wife's phone call and eat something while I'm talking to her at the same time. I'm- no matter how you skin it, if a health clinic is busy enough, someone suffers in terms of a wait time that's not logical. It's just like when you miss a flight and they have to put you back into new flights. Yeah. You're not first priority at that point. If your flight gets canceled, the airline says, well, these people are already pissed. No need to piss off the next couple of flights. Yeah. We'll just fit these pissed off people in where we can. It might be the next day. There is a logic behind it. As long as they cover my hotel and put me up somewhere nice, I've had a canceled flight, a red-eye flight that was canceled at midnight or a little bit after in Dallas. American Airlines put me up in the embassy suites and uh, gave me a ticket for the next day to fly on Delta. With a slight layover in Atlanta, which was extremely boring. (laughs) For such a busy airport, they don't have much to do there. I was pretty disappointed. I was coming back to Austin, Texas from South Carolina on a Christmas break. Really had to get back, but there was a big ice storm in Dallas. There was a shockwave effect from that. My flight was affected. It got canceled because the plane that was coming to get us never came. Like sitting in Dallas. So we were displaced and... Got to come back in the morning. You'll get a different flight then. I came back in the morning, and it was the same shit. Well, you're on standby, so we don't know when you might get out today. Oh, my God. I messed around with them a little bit. Everyone else on the flight was fussing with them. I was, bro, I was second in line or something. In other words, there was a whole flight, and I was near the top of the list, and I was still having trouble getting into a new flight. I waited through maybe two that I was on standby. I could see it really wasn't working. I started looking, and Delta had a $800 ticket. I bought it and got Jesus. on it. Just to get the... I couldn't do the back and forth anymore. It was time to go. The customer service of, hey, this person's already in rough shape. Yeah. We're going to try to keep everything else running smooth, but that one person can just keep being in rough shape. What airline were you were you flying with? Like I said, I think it was American. I want to say American because I know for a fact that their main hub from Greenville to go just about anywhere they fly to is in Dallas-Fort Worth. It could have been Southwest, too, but you're right for one reason. Usually Southwest... Uh, but usually they connect through Houston. Yeah. When I was flying back and forth from Austin, you would usually connect in Houston. I, uh, I like flying Delta because their main hub is in Atlanta, which, first off, it's not that far of a flight. It's like 45 minutes from Greenville. And on top of that, you can fly anywhere they fly to from Atlanta. From Atlanta, right. Yeah. You can get a direct once you're there. And Sometimes once you drive to Atlanta, then get on and Depending take on the price. If the price is lucrative enough, I'll make that drive. I think we're good. Closing we, quotes. We, um, 
We got off our food thing. There's no, I, there's no reason to get back to it now. Yeah. We'll have to just hit it some other time. Uh, we got so far off of it. Yeah, we did. Isn't that amazing how that works? Yeah. <laughs> Coming soon. Behind the scenes. And we're live. Very live. It's good to be back. We don't know where we went, but we've returned, and here we are. We set our all-time record for comments this week. <laughs> How many was that? I think we got two. Oh, uh, let's recount. Is yep, there's both of them. If you count the one on Facebook, we got three. Indeed. I feel like we're making a little noise here. So what you want to talk about, Rob? With these fine people all honing in on us. The Hamwater episode. If anyone watches that, they will realize it is hilarious. If they say otherwise, they're just lying. There's something in it, I think, for everyone who has a, a genuine sense of humor. So, yeah, I'd like some comments and likes if we could get them. Not to be deterred, I already edited Carrie's taste test video, which is different. It's not under the same format, but it is a taste test. Todd got to preview that tonight. That was awesome. I think it's a great video, and it's something, again, it, it offers the same kind of energy that Hamwater's video did, except it's different because it's coming from a feminine perspective. And what I mean by that is her reactions are rather dramatic, to say the least. I think that's fair to say. Not only Hammy, but me as well. You got two people sitting there that aren't going to react much <laughs> by comparison, compared to the next person. But I keep wondering, it's like if I was in the hot seat, how would I react to it? I'll be honest with you, man. I'd probably only get like one or two out of all those. And yep. I don't know which ones they'd be. Maybe the Sam Adams. I'd be like him in that respect. Like, oh, that's definitely a Sam. <laughs> but uh, Hamwater's got a game for us, apparently, on down the pipeline. I heard about that. Did you message him about that? Or No. No, oh, you didn't? Okay. Well, uh, it's called Hammy's Magic Beans, and we're going to leave it at that until the day actually comes where we play the game. I've got high expectations, and I don't think I'm going to, going head-to-head -head with you, the way you analyze those drinks, I don't know if I could beat you. <laughs> <laughs> But we're going to find out. I don't know the exact rules. I don't know what he's got planned. But this is something he independently thought of. Brought it to me. Before he could go into detail with it, I was like, yes. This is the kind of, yes. I want you back on and I want to do this game. Whatever you're thinking, the answer is yes. Not whatever you're thinking. But more than likely what you're thinking right now, if you're serious about doing it, then yes, I am in. I kind of volunteered you too. I hope you don't mind. Hammy's magic beans. I just suspect <laughs> that it may involve... Taste testing jelly beans and bean boozled fucking beans. It's not that they zonk you that bad. It's just that once you've had like five, six, seven zonks, your system doesn't really like it. Yeah, I think that's the appeal, though, to the game. If that's, in fact, the game. As far as I'm concerned, as long as I'm not climbing any beanstalks, fighting any giants, I'll play just about anything. I battled being boozled out with my sister one time. Yeah. And the idea, however we structured our game, there were four of us in total. <laughs> the other two tapped out, and then me and my sister just went at it. We wouldn't tap and wouldn't tap, and we ate so many of those fucking bad beans that it made us feel rough. We eventually called a truce, but when you had as many as I did that day, you kind of never want to mess with it again. I wonder if Hammy's thinking that maybe this is not a, uh, a guessing game, but maybe an endurance test based on what you just said there. How long can you play this? 
Celebrity news that everybody can relate to. Everyone knows who Pat Sajak is, right? That's interesting, because if you quizzed people, they probably would not. But if they saw him as the host to Wheel of Fortune, then yes, they would definitely know who he is. That's odd that game has resonated for so long. It never was that interesting of a game to me. As a kid, it is. Yeah, but I mean, its main demographic, I feel, are older people. You know, a lot of people say that Tom Cruise has mastered uh, immortality. Pat Sajak is right there with him. That man is pushing 80, if not already 80, and he looks the same as he did, what, in the early 90s, 30 years ago? How's that even possible? <laughs> even with all the money in the world, how's that possible? Still I mean, the guy's going. got grandkids, you know? Same so thing he, with Vanna White. I wonder if she's retiring, too, after this next season. So he announced it would be his last season upcoming. So he's going to basically record. I don't know that they record for a year. Yeah, they probably do. I don't know. It seems like they do because of what you just said. If they're only on their 41st season, they've been running forever, and they're just on their 41st, that probably constitutes a year. Maybe. Probably is what I'm saying. I'm not saying for sure. I mean, the holiday episodes, the destination episodes... I never understood the Destination episodes because it looks like the same studio. Like, if we're here live in Hawaii, like, okay, I'll just take your word on it. It looks the same all on my TV. <laughs> yeah, we'll play Wheel of Fortune in Hawaii next to a beach. Sure, why not? Oh, and all the puzzles have that similar theme. How cute. So, Pat Sajak. I'm sure they've heard the name. Well, yeah, but he, I guarantee you, you throw that name out there, a lot of people do not connect the dots. Yeah, well, his name kind of sticks out to me. First off, it's got a ring to it. It's a very good host name, Pat Sajak. One syllable followed by a two for a last name. Not that. And then Say Jack. I can't even name another one. My thoughts are not flowing <laughs> real well tonight. <laughs> I haven't slept. You know, I did so much editing. I finished editing Carrie's taste test video. I started in on the hill climb challenge kind of summary. And it was time to sleep, but no. Automotive work. You know, those that don't know or haven't heard from previous episodes, I work on cars. It's your I regular mean, nine to five. I'm not always actively looking for work, but when it drops on me, I don't turn it away. So there I am on no sleep working on people's vehicles, and me and daughter's supposed to record, and here I am. <laughs> I can sympathize with you. Any day that we record that I also work, I very rarely get a nap in in the afternoon. But I, for my job, I wake up as early as 2 a.m., and as of right now, it's, what, 9.30-ish? A little bit before 10, something like that. And I've been up since 2 a.m. this morning. Right now, it's all adrenaline. As soon as I get home, I crash. So normally, I would, in this situation, I would drink coffee just to get on the mic. Man, I don't want to have that in my system preventing me from sleeping later. <laughs> Be wired until like 4 in the morning. Forget about it. <laughs> Staying up till 4 is nothing to me, but today it is. You do a great job in editing. For all those that don't know, we need your likes and comments. Robert works his ass off. He does all the heavy lifting on the show. Well, I just need the videos to look alive. Once we post, people sometimes message me independently and say, man, that was a masterpiece with uh, like the hammy episode. It was funny. You know, I think... <laughs> it was a great idea, man. I th and it was something that came out of us organically. Like, that was the cool thing. We kept on kind of like decorating it like a Christmas tree. Like, let's put an ornament here and an ornament here and, and then lights everywhere. 
Poor Hammy didn't know what he was walking into. We didn't know what he was walking into. Well, we knew. We had an idea. We had a direction of where we wanted to go. I have to admit, your inspiration of making like an American Idol type uh, presentation. Visit. Yeah, right. That was genius. That was like lightning in a bottle there. That was on the fly. I didn't think about that until he showed up. So I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know he was walking into that. Hammy was a great sport. Again, props to Hamwater. And I can't wait to have him back on the show. Can't wait to try his magical beans. <laughs> what all that consists of. You know, I'm only assuming we eat the beans. <laughs> <laughs> so as part of our formatting decisions, we've decided to put out some audio-only episodes in between video episodes in order to better polish the video episode or to make it something that people want to watch. I mean, they don't want to watch us sitting there, but people really like the audio and they like long-form audio. The idea is we're probably going to put out two, maybe three audio episodes, then drop a video. Something like that. It's not really a set schedule. It's just that I'm not going to try to put everything to video. There's no need. We have plenty of content to show who we are. Anything I put out now, I actually would prefer it be entertaining. Quality over quantity. That's a good mantra to, to go by when doing anything like this. That being said, this being our first audio-only episode... Yeah, exclusive, right to your ear. <laughs> no one can see me shooting you the bird, picking my nose. Yeah, I'm not even wearing pants right now. It's, it's nothing sexual, it's just a, a lazy thing. I'm eating donuts and... <laughs> if you're eating donuts and talking like that, that's amazing, sir. <laughs> the two chicks giving me sloppy toppy. <laughs> Todd's not got his pants on. He's got his hopes up. But yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm I just sitting here going over there. I'm just sitting here, just kind of like, well, I'm just just hanging out. <laughs> don't mind me, ladies. I just like the draft. Got any hundred dollar bills? <laughs> if I did, you think I'd just be sitting here enjoying the draft? <laughs> uh, Butch is coming on in a couple weeks, and he's always interesting. Uh, I mentioned him because he's the one that's singing in those music videos that I made. Okay. And he's in town specifically to record some new music. He lives in Alabama, but he's a couple weekends from now. He's going to be in town, swing by the studio. Uh, I want to do a headlines bit with him because he keeps up with pop culture pretty decent. Yeah. I think he'll have some funny and uh, interesting comments on some of those hot topic headlines. All right. If we have a game, that could be good, too. I was about to say, if he wants to, I could do like a musical game or something like that. I'll think of something. One thing I do want to strive is that I don't want it to replicate Hamwater's episode in any way. I want it completely fresh. So with that being said, we will do a blind taste test sometime in the future. It's just not going to be anytime soon. No. Well, we already have an encore with Carrie anyway. Yeah. I mean, how could we not? We had our mask sitting here. <laughs> the, sh the shining one, not Hammy's G-string. <laughs> yeah, he put that back on after the show, thank God. It was getting awkward. I felt weird I had to ask him twice. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I believe my food's done. In one corner. In this corner, wearing the rainbow the, trunks. The man without trunks. <laughs> Voodoo versus Netflix. Robert's in the other corner. For those that don't know, I think everyone knows what Netflix is. Vudu is a digital rental and purchase outlet for videos, sometimes movies that are still in the theater, but it might cost you 30 bucks. Well, you know, type thing. if you got a family of four, that still beats going to the theater. But at the same time, you are making the sacrifice. I don't know what most people's home setup is, but you're not going to have theater quality picture and sound. Certainly not theater quality size. 
They've got me earmarked as a customer that buys stuff just <laughs> after it leaves the theater. Yeah. If I meant to watch it in the theater but did not, and then I can't sleep, and I'm awake at 2 in the morning. Cha-ching! They just made another sale from Robert McKinney. Got him. Yeah, they, yeah. they get me. That's how they get me. I'm bad about buying the $20. You buy the digital, though. You it's a digital it. copy. Yeah. You yeah. keep it, quote, forever, unless their database blows up and you're permanently <laughs> erased. The key is to it, keep that account open at all costs if you have a lot of shit. Yeah. Well, mine has a lot because I'm a sucker. You know, if it's something I'm like, I wanted to see that. I wonder if it's any good. I'm sitting here wishing I was entertained. That'll probably do it. Let's find out. And so many times it lets you down. But at least your curiosity's Satisfied. 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 Then at least you know if it's good or not. But so many times they're not the ones that I had wanted to see. But so many times they are. I choose a different route. I'm more of the, um, well, I'm a little uptight when it comes to home entertainment, especially when I'm checking out a movie for the first time. You don't know if it's good or not. Now, given streaming, it's a little bit hassle-free kind of rental. But it's only temporary. And, uh, you know, at the end of the month, of course, you have to pay for it. You have to pay access to the site. But I choose uh, Redbox, the ancient technology that's being deemed as now. For rentals. For rentals, yeah. You You can purchase, but uh, call me stupid, but I like to have the box and the sleeve if I'm going to buy a movie. (laughs) I know. It's dumb. It's dumb. The DVD, basically. Yeah, the Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or some Redboxes have 4K, but none around here. It just takes up so much space, and then when you're ready to play it, you got to take it out of the box and put it in the machine. Only in America would we complain as if that's work. Come on, it's a better, you get a better quality. Oh, and on top of this here too, and I'm kind of throwing this out here. If you're a uh, member of the Redbox group on Facebook, I know there's many, but this is one of the legit ones. The administrators have movie trivia or you can do movie reviews of movies that are at Redbox. They give you a free rental code and they do this every time. I haven't paid for a Redbox movie, Robert, in about two years. So I just kind of use it as my personal little blockbuster, really. The only inconvenient thing is returning it before nine. You still got to make that. Or else you get a late fee. You could potentially get charged a late fee. You still have to put a credit card for contingencies. Yes, that's the card that's used. If you reserve one online that you use to pick it up, it identifies you that way. Streaming quality can be pretty good, but Blu-ray's going to be better. I would even argue that DVD's better. You could look at the technical aspect and say, oh, no, this stream's in 4K, and DVD's not going to hit that 4K. And I'm like, eh, play it and fucking see. It's going to be compressed. They can legally call it that, I guess, for marketing purposes, but it's not. You you take a 4K disc and watch something on Netflix in 4K, the sound especially. Well, it's like a CD. The bits per second and things, the quality that a CD is supposed to achieve can be well outdone with streaming, except it can't. In the real world, you play that CD, it's got better quality. Yeah, physical media over streaming, but yet streaming's more convenient. So I see the argument for both. It's just for my purposes, if I'm going to take a chance on a movie that's not on streaming, movie I haven't seen, don't know if it's good or not, I'm going to rent it from Redbox. And more than likely, it's going to be free, even though the movies only cost like two damn dollars. I go the streaming route. You know, life's busy or whatever, and that's just what happens. Now, when... Everybody started doing Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever. I was hesitant to get on that train. I used to carry USB sticks with my music into the car. Yeah. Rather than listen to the radio, I would have like 300 songs or however many. I would have random. It's almost like making a mixtape, except it holds so much more. 
every few weeks I would change it or whatever. I really enjoyed that for the longest, but I've gotten away from that. I used to have an old school iPod with a little screen and a little uh, circle dial on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to hook that up to my uh, work car stereo, and that'd be how I listen to music. I There's like one for you. This goes back to your point with yeah. the accounts. My sister did not have an iPhone, but she had an Apple account, had an iPod full of music, probably 2,000 songs or something, yeah. and somehow got locked out of her account. Somehow she lost her music after she had bought all this shit. She used to say, you don't know what to get me for Christmas? Get me an iTunes gift card. But one glorious day, her iPod got destroyed or something, and she couldn't get access back to the music. It's a valid concern that that could happen. But I still buy the movies rather than rent them on Vudu. And sometimes I go back and watch them, or at least parts, or someone else does. For $20, it's got to be a movie I know I like. Netflix is probably more bang for your buck. You get a lot of options on there. You get a lot of shit, too. Let's not paint Netflix in an all-good light here. It's kind of hit and miss when you're dealing with those Netflix originals. Now, they have stepped (laughs) up their quality a bit, but that's not saying much when the hurdle's so low it's like a stepping stone. Well, if you trudge through the available titles looking for what is going to be the one you want to watch you can spend an hour doing that some people make it a hobby looking for stuff i swear to watch on netflix they like the hunt yeah and then when they find something it's like ah, it's getting late i don't think i can start it tonight i'll start it tomorrow it's like oh my god well if i would just spend the 20 dollars a month for netflix and you're telling me that would get me a pretty premium account honestly you wouldn't need it because uh it's the hd 4k package or whatever i mean you wouldn't necessarily need that with these tvs would you i mean maybe hd but for the price break you could go standard definition still be good enough right the, i don't know the i had standard it def- wouldn't matter which way i would go i'd save money god yeah for less than the cost of one movie the good person you bought last night starring Morgan Freeman the good person out now a very good person or something I, I thought it was just a good person well it wasn't the good person a good person something like that for less than the price of that movie you could have a whole month's worth of Netflix and have access to hundreds of movies especially by the time I buy two movies they'll do deals too three for 15 things like that it's usually a classic movie or a popular movie but something that's a little bit older they run sales. They might run a five ninety nine Memorial Day weekend sale or something, and they'll have certain titles in that grouping. There might be 100 to choose from. I guarantee you for that price, $15 taxing all a month, you would probably have access to any of the classic movies you would want to watch on just about any reputable streamer. Max comes to mind. That's HBO Max now for people that aren't aware. Disney Plus, Netflix, those contain like the majority of the classic movies you would want to watch. I've been thinking about getting Netflix. You should. I've got Amazon Prime. Oh, you got Prime? Just through proxy. I've never even bought anything on Amazon, by the way. I've had other people buy me things, but I don't personally have an account. But I've got access to Prime, but not Netflix. And on Prime, sometimes they'll have a little golden nugget in there. Yeah, they, they cultivate movies enough to where you can find something in just about any genre on Prime. And if you can't, you could probably rent it from Prime or buy it off of Prime. That's kind of like their thing. It's like, oh, we're not streaming this for free, but for $5, you could rent it in HD for a whole 48 hours.